Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Friday light. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was. I, you got me with Friday. Every single week you do this, you start with Friday, and I'm like... <gasps> And then you say lights, and it just brings yeah. me back down to earth. Friday Eve, Friday light. We that's what we call it here. You know, it's it's the uh, day before Friday, so it's kind of like a Friday. Feels good. Mowed the lawn yesterday, Casey. Got a burn. I got burned. You got burnt. Yeah, it's one of those things where it feels nice outside, but you don't realize that the sun's still baking you. But I took off my shirt this morning to get in the shower, and I was like, oh, dang. You were out there shirtless? Well, no. I oh. had a tank top on, but you can see. Like, <laughs> you can see Things like, are getting wild over there. <laughs> I'm not a shirtless mower. There's too many things that fly around when you're weed whacking, you know what I mean? I guess. <laughs> you know, it cuts and scrapes all over my body. But yeah, I took off my shirt this morning, and there, I had tan lines. Burn lines, actually. And you hate tan lines. Oh, my gosh. I do. Even though I have some from Turks and Caicos. What was that two years ago? You're so, listen. Remy doesn't get the point that like when your the parts of your skin have never seen UV rays before, they're <laughs> never going back to normal after you get in a tanning bed. You'll always have that line. <laughs> uh, I embraced my tan lines on my legs. That's for sure. Uh, so yeah, what'd you do yesterday? Anything fun? Anything good? No, I meant to change. Um, I really went home with huge intentions of changing out faucets. I have new like faucets for all my sinks. Fun. And then water just really sprayed me across the room. So yeah. it didn't happen. You got to turn that water off in the house. Did. And it still sprayed you? Yeah. It's the whole townhouse situation. Ah. It's terrible. Get your buckets out. Uh, Kane Brown, Dustin Lynch. We've got tickets up for grabs today with the big three, and every winner will get those Dustin Lynch meet and greets. So uh, make sure to be paying attention at 8 o'clock for that. Good morning. Thank you for hanging out. It is 92.3 WIL. Happy Friday lights. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Promposals and what they have to do with country music. First off, if you're unsure, of course, a promposal is when a high school student asks someone to go to prom or like a homecoming dance, and they usually do it in a really creative way. So it's like a spectacle or you're outdoing one another or like a really special moment. We blame Laguna Beach for this. Yes, we do. <laughs> this year, Morgan Wallen and Taylor Swift themed promposals are the biggest things in high school. Google Trends say that they are the top two promposals ideas that teenagers have been Googling. I saw this all on from Taste of Country. They have like the entire list of really awesome ideas, but I've seen a lot of lyrics on signs. Like a Morgan Wallen has a song called Spin You Around. So a sign says, I'm no Morgan Wallen, but I can spin you around at prom. Okay. Or <laughs> I thought you should know I'm chasing you okay. all the way to prom. Like that. Like Love that. that. Or Taylor Swift has a song called Mine. And so, like, there's a picture of a boy holding a sign, and it says, you are the best thing that's ever been mine. Prom? Okay. As long as they're putting prom on the posters, that's that's key. Because I, could, I feel like if you do this the wrong way, whoever you're asking may think that you actually have Taylor Swift or Morgan Wallen tickets. Which is... Which are, like, impossible to get anywhere. <laughs> and that could be almost as bad as... Uh, the girl thinking that you're proposing <laughs> marriage, but you all you all just have earrings in the box. You know what I mean? Ooh. <laughs> I, I would almost say that it's worse 
I think I would be more heartbroken if somebody was holding a sign and I thought that I was going to Taylor Swift. Yeah. And they're really asking me to f- senior prom. Ugh. Just got to be careful with that. I, there's a lot of posters. I just feel like I would do it. I would do it up a little bit more with like helicopters or planes or something, you know? Right. (laughs) Like you're hopping on that at 17. I saw one that a Taylor Swift one that said prom with you would be better than my wildest dreams. And of course it's always accompanied by like a bouquet of flowers or like they decorated that person's room or their locker. So it got me thinking, obviously, well, Morgan and Taylor are the two biggest artists in the world right now. So it's no surprise that they're like infiltrating kids lives outside of music. Yeah. I'd be interested to know if anybody listening right now was promposled with a Taylor Swift or a Morgan Wallen theme. Exactly. And I want you to show me or at least tell us about it if that's the case. You can text us at 314-699-4766. Even if you just, I don't know how many high school students are like in a car right now. But even if you know someone, like if you're Facebook friends with somebody who's yeah. like a kid had a cool prom- promposal, feel free to tell us. 314-699-4766 is the text line. Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Offenberg with new Tellurites in stock at Offenberg Kia in Shiloh. If they're great enough, I mean, I will totally be reposting them on Facebook. For sure. Love a good promposal. Remy and Casey. If there's one thing that I can thank the scammers for who are trying to be Remy and Casey this week. It's reconnecting me with old friends. Oh, really? <laughs> because I have had probably five different messages from like former coworkers, friends that I haven't talked to in a long time that are like, hey, I think somebody is trying to impersonate the Remy and Casey show. I got a notice on a comment or I got a comment on a post that I made three years ago. And now all of a sudden they're saying, this page is saying that I won $1,000 or whatever. Ugh, it's just so annoying. Like, come on. Yeah. So what's happening, and this is actually happening around the country right now with a lot of radio stations, is there is a bot or some scammer, whatever, that's going on Facebook and making all these fake pages and giving away fake money on these pages. So there's like contests and stuff that are involved. So yesterday we reposted the list of three different pages that are up that are trying to impersonate us and trying to get money and credit cards and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So if you do get a comment from us, know that we've never made a Remy and Casey show Facebook account. It definitely doesn't have a blue check mark by it, so it's not verified. Yeah. If it's from us, it's coming from the WIL page. Yes. And unfortunately, Facebook is doing nothing about this. Zero. Facebook's got so many fish to fry. Like, this is happening to normal people, big businesses, radio stations like us, and and plus, it's just kind of like burning at the stake anyway. So, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked either, but with the amount of people who have reported these pages, just because the 92.3 WIO listeners are awesome, uh, we had a bunch earlier this week when we first caught it. And now there's a bunch that have reported it again in this. And, and they're they're posting up their screenshots of what Facebook sends them. And it's basically like, sorry, can't, uh, you know, we, we can't do anything about this. Even though there are duplicate pages, like who would do that? Yeah. How are, How is your algorithm or whatever not seeing that there are multiple pages trying to scam people right now? It's just frustrating. And unless you've had your identity stolen, you don't really understand that like... It's kind of one it's of those, annoying. it's like a vulnerable situation. It's like someone's trying to be you, you know, yeah. they, they, they've got our pictures. They've 
made graphics with us in them. This happened to me once in high school. Um, somebody used my name and my images as like a catfish. And then they started sending. See, this is the worst part of like being in a high school in the digital age. They took my pictures and my name and started sending inappropriate messages to people oh. I went to school with. And teachers. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where it crosses This is the like, line. it's kind of, I don't want to, it, it's just bringing me back to that time. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of it. It sucks. Get a hobby. It really does. Uh, we posted up those links on the Facebook page on our legit 92.3 WIL Facebook page. If you want to go help us out, click through those and report them. I know that it might feel like we're doing nothing, but I feel like if we if we knock on the door <laughs> enough, maybe Facebook will be like, oh, we'll, oh, we'll sign a real person to this case yeah. and maybe work something out. So if you could go to the Facebook page and report whatever you see there. And if, if you've got any suggestions, 314-699-4766, let us know on the text line. Swing, fly ball well hit left. That ball's got a chance. That ball is gone. Another two-run homer for Nolan Gorman, and the Cardinals are back in front. Oop, another one. Broken bat. Get through, baby. It will. Walker is aboard. 12 in a row. And you got to go back to 1912 for a rookie to do what Jordan Walker just did. Oh, yes, he did it. Now that Walker has tied that hit streak record, he just needs one more to make a new one. So it seems to me that the team as a whole, not really pulling through so far this season, but these individual players are absolutely killing it. Yeah, I think they've got, they've just got a slow start. They beat the Rockies seven to four yesterday. So they took two out of three from the Rockies, which is good. They'll be back in town today to take on the Pirates first pitch at 645. But yeah, I think it's just a slow start. We've got all the tools, I think. We'll see. I don't know. You know? Uh, Major League Baseball made several several changes this year. We've talked about the pitch clock a couple times, Casey, uh, which has shortened the game. Now, on average, it was 25 minutes last week. It is 31, 31 minutes this week from an average of three hours and nine minutes last year now to a total of two hours and 38 minutes this year. This is the fastest average time since 1984. And I got to say, having been to a game, was it last week or the week before? It flies. And I've never had a problem with how long baseball games are. I'm a fan. So I don't, I didn't care that they were over three hours long, mm -hmm. but I know that most people are not necessarily as big of a fan as I am. So they're wanting to get in and out kind of thing. Maybe three hours is a little bit too long. Yeah. I've always thought that baseball just, it lasts so long. And that's one reason why I've never really gotten into it because I'm honestly so bored by yeah. the fifth inning that I can't keep up anymore. That's a lot of people. You're not alone in that. Um, most people seem to like the changes, but there is a problem for Bush Stadium and for ballparks is that now they're selling less beer. <laughs> Maybe let's take it down a buck or two. And then I feel like that could change. Shorter, faster games means there's less opportunity for fans to spend money at the ballpark on concessions and merchandise and, of course, beer. So historically, teams have stopped selling alcohol in the seventh inning. So after the seventh inning is over, you can't buy alcohol anymore. Well, there are now four teams that have pushed that to the eighth inning. Uh, we are not one of them yet, but the Diamondbacks, the Rangers, and the Twins, along with the Brewers, a handful of other teams are now kind of trying to figure out how we're going to make why, more beer. Yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't. If the game's getting shortened, like just go ahead and sell the beer. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. We'll see what happens at Bush Stadium. There's talk. They're they're definitely talking about it, and I would imagine that that would help with beer sales a little bit. So we'll see what happens here in the near future. But man, if you've been to a game, you know what I'm talking about. These things fly now. Uh, the Blues lost their last home game of the season last night, five to two against the Stars. They'll head to Dallas to close out the season tomorrow. Puck drop at seven. Trending now. It's keeping up with Casey on 92.3 WIL. It's been a minute since we sipped any royal tea, so let's get into it. Okay, okay. Prince Harry will officially be attending his father's coronation and become king of England in May, but Meghan Markle will not be with him. So this is a big deal because last we really heard of Prince Harry was when he released his autobiography, Spare, and that pretty much ate everyone in the royal family alive from claims that, like, Kate and William got him in trouble in his younger days, all the way up to him using Princess Di's lip balm in areas you don't think a prince would use lip balm. You know, when you're when you're frostbitten in the private parts, you gotta try anything. And there's just like, I feel like there was just <laughs> this collective embarrassment amongst the royal family after he released this book and some more tension than there has been in the last few years to begin with. So... Buckingham Palace broke the news yesterday saying, we are pleased to confirm the Duke of Sussex, Prince Harry, will attend coronation on May 6th. The Duchess, Meghan, will remain in the U.S. with, obviously, Prince Archie and Princess Lilibet, their kids. She got to take care of the kids. Also important to note that on that same day, their son Archie is turning four. So I think any parent can attest that, like, she's got a really good excuse not to go. And you know, thank God that's that kid's birthday because that's like any family gathering that you just really want to get out of and you're like, ah, got got called into work, (laughs) you know? She doesn't have to do that. She can be like, you know what? Cut the BS. Kid's birthday, I'm not coming. Man, Harry did though. He got called in, right? He... Got called into a job that he quit. He was technically <laughs> formally invited by yeah. a, like, not even to a job, but, like, invited as a guest through Prince Charles, soon-to-be King Charles. So he really put the ball in Harry's court, and it looks like Harry's taking some steps to mend that bridge. I feel like it's just been so much drama with them for the past few years that I wouldn't doubt if Harry's like, you know what, all right, let's play house, and then I'm coming back to California. Yeah, I wonder how much they're paying him. I mean, can you imagine your dad paying you to show up to your, to like a work event? I can't even imagine. <laughs> With that being said, I mean, yeah, like I like I mentioned, I think Harry's taking the steps to move forward, and probably the royal family's doing their best too as they're gritting their teeth and hating every minute of it. Yeah, but please, Prince Harry, listen to me. Wear a t-shirt and jeans to this thing. <laughs> Skip the tie. ACDC shirt or something. He's American now. That's what it's all about. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. All right, Casey, come clean. Have you ever stolen anything? Yes. (laughs) Like, I, I for sure have. I don't know if I have anything off the top of my head. Like shoplifting, maybe the most I've ever shoplifted is a pair of, or a thing of like lip gloss. Okay. But nothing crazy. Okay. Was that last year? No. <laughs> no, this is about five to 10. Five to 10 years ago. Okay. Yeah. So it was, I mean, you were pretty conscientious of what you were doing in yeah. that moment. And it yeah. was like a peer pressure moment. 
it still sticks with me. Yeah. You know? Still haunts me to this day. I thought for sure you were going to say, boys' hearts. Yeah, I, I say that all the time. I, you know, <laughs> I figure I'd switch it up. I shoplifted when I was a kid. Uh, well, I, yeah, everyone probably, has. Probably like six or seven years old, and we were at Walmart, and we were in the fishing aisle, and I opened a tackle box filled with like, you know, rubber worms for, sure, you know, fishing for bass. And I took two out of that. Thought I was going to be okay. My parents were like, where'd you get that? And then my dad took me back to Walmart to confess, and he was like, all right, we'll show you the security system. And they showed me all the cameras and everything and, and Walmart to kind of, you know, freak me out a you little bit. You should have said, oh, pff, why didn't you catch me then? I did. <laughs> I kind of felt like that a little <laughs> bit. But at the same time, it did freak me out a little bit. But uh, so I have I have shoplifted, I guess, as a child. Um, but a third of Americans say that they have shoplifted something. Most people who admit to say who admit to it say they were a kid when it happened. Me. 57% of us have never shoplifted. 22% said they have, but they were under the age of 16. And I'll tell you what, if I'm in that Walmart self-checkout lane and I'm boop, 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 and it's getting caught on the blueberries and the attendant's not around wow. and I've still got like 20 more things, I'm like, what? It's a, it's a blueberry. Just put it in the bag. Dang, but you know? aren't blueberries like super expensive right now? Like seven bucks. But like, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'm not stealing eggs out here. I, I do get the justification of if I've had no training to check myself out and become I a cashier, <laughs> then I, I don't know. It just happened. Literally, I'll look at the little camera where you can see your face and I'll shrug and I'll be like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, I see you seeing me. <laughs> yeah. So when you get charged and, they, and the judge is looking at the camera and you're like, oh, Fell in, the, fell in my bag. I don't know. <laughs> I gave up. Uh, older people were more likely to say that they shoplifted as a kid. 32% of seniors compared to 25% of people under 45. So I guess you're kind of still doing it, but in a different right, way. Right, like I'm not trying to. Yeah. If yeah. it is what it is, then it is. Would you consider, this is a, would you consider shoplifting if you purchase something from Amazon and they tell you to keep it? Would you, would you consider that shoplifting? Like if they, you if they, you don't take it to goodwill or you don't do what they say, like donate it. You know what I'm talking about? Like no. you buy a dress from Amazon. Okay. It does not fit you. Okay. You say, I would like to return this. And Amazon goes, just keep it or donate it. No, because they told me to keep it. Okay. So I'm... I mean, if I return it, I'm probably not going to keep it. But, you know, that's not stealing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. Should Casey be prosecuted... For what she's been doing. Oh my gosh! Did you set up this whole break just to get me no. to talk about my blueberries? No, I did not. I did not. I promise you that. Uh, let us know in the text line though. Three one four six nine nine forty seven sixty six. You stealing things, girl? Remy and Casey. I was having a conversation with my wife last night as my kids finished up watching a movie, and I, after about ten minutes of credits, I went over to the TV and just shut the TV off. And she goes, why Why are you so aggressive when it comes to like credits rolling at the yeah, end of a movie? Yeah, because I know you and you're passive aggressive and I know you just <laughs> threw that remote down when you did it. <laughs> and she goes, this is something you should talk about on the air. Things that trigger stress or anxiety that are just unnecessary to mm. trigger stress and anxiety. And one thing for me is when we're done watching a movie or the kids are done watching a movie in the living room and the credits are rolling and the orchestral music is going in the background at full volume 
I just can't handle it. There's nothing going on. Why don't we just turn it off, right? I'm also that way. I can't leave the credits rolling because it just makes me mad. That reminds me of like coming home and seeing that a light has been left on. I don't know why. I could explode. Okay. One time we came home from a vacation a week long and I saw the hallway light was left on. (laughs) Oh, the Hulk. (laughs) And for no, like what, who cares? Well, I could see from like a security standpoint to make it look like people are home. But oh my God, when a light is left on, something inside of me turns. Okay. And I don't know why. You're, you're, you're becoming a dad day by day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The other thing that my dad always used to say is. In or out. This isn't a barn. You got to shut the door. You're going oh, yeah. in and out, in and out, in and out. Uh, one of the main things for me, and you know this about me, is being late. I, I cannot stand being late. I cannot. And my wife, we're like always right on the money. Right. Like I don't know how you two get anywhere. One or <laughs> one or two minutes after, I, I just, ugh. The amount of times that when we're on like sandals trips and stuff, Remy will just show up to dinner and Lauren will show up like... She would come like 20 minutes later. And I just know it's because you can't handle yeah, walking in late. I just got to walk away. I just gotta, I'm going to go to the beach. Uh, another thing is unexpected texts or calls. So if like our promotions director the past two days has texted us at like four o'clock in the afternoon and I'm thinking to myself, well, what is going on? What is wrong? What do I need to address right now? Yeah, I can only imagine what you thought when I texted you at like 7 p.m. yesterday. Yeah, because you never text me. And then I didn't respond. Right. <laughs> uh, what is it for you? Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. We did get a text message from the 314. I hate calling anyone, mainly if I have to call and order food. I don't know what it is, but I hate having to call a restaurant. How do you not have an app by now? Okay. Hmm. Uh, I could see that. Uh, 618, going number two at work or anywhere that isn't my house for that matter. It skeeves me out. <laughs> that, that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. What is that weird thing that triggers stress and anxiety that probably shouldn't right. in your life? Being late, letting the credits roll at the end of a movie. What is it for you? Let us know. Kim says, I'm highly OCD, but I'm with Remy on being late. I'm always like 15 minutes early and I have to have the house put together before I leave. I hate coming home to a messy house. It drives me crazy. We do that when we go on like a long vacation Vacations, or whatever. Yeah. We always clean the house before so we can come home to uh, to a clean house. Uh, from the 314, non-flushed toilets. I agree with that. And now we're in the phase where the kids are kind of, they're not flushing all the time. So I'll go up to like our master bedroom and our bathroom and there's just like someone's stuff. (laughs) And I know it's not hard to flush the toilet, but now I know what my parents felt like when, you know, you leave stuff in the toilet. Gosh, I don't know what kind of parent I'm going to be because I think I'm going to be a a white dad. (laughs) Get get to the lawn. It needs to be mowed. Oh, that's for sure. Uh, let us know what that weird thing is that triggers stress or anxiety that, you know, it's, it's probably a little overkill, but you could do that. 314-699-4766. Remy and Casey. Today we're playing the big three. Let's go ahead and spin this wheel to see which game Remy is playing today. <laughs> Today we're playing Where in the World. I will explain a place. Okay. okay. You're going to tell me where in the world it is. Carmen San Diego. The best news is that if you don't have an answer for the question, you have one phone a friend where you can ask Michelle from Swansea, who's on the phone, for some help. 
she can help you. At the very end of this, she will tell us how many she thinks you got correct. She's playing for these Kane Brown tickets and Dustin Lynch meet and greets. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Let's go. All right. Number one, how many countries are on the continent of North America? Would you like multiple choice? Mm, no, I should be okay. How many countries are, are on the continent of North America? North America. Mexico, the U.S., Canada. There's some, there's some questionable things that are going on beneath Mexico. I don't know, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say three. I'm probably missing a blatantly obviously one, obvious one, but I'm going to say three. Okay. Three. Number two, where in the world is the prime meridian located or how would you describe it? It's the, isn't it the opposite of the equator? Uh, man, this is a good one. Thank you. This is a good one <laughs> because this is something that everybody should probably know, but I'm blanking on it right now. I'll go to Michelle. Michelle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's um, I don't know. Is the prime meridian more like the time zone where it's, I'm not uh, sure. It, it could be the start of, I think it's the, so the equator is longitudinal I feel like the prime meridian is the other way it's the latitude of the center yeah. of the, the center of the earth where the time zone starts all right we're leaving it at that <laughs> <laughs> number three specifically where in the world did Lizzie McGuire meet Paolo <sighs> Rome Roma can you get more specific no. <laughs> Where in Rome? I, I just want to say Rome. <laughs> All right, Michelle. How many of these questions do you think Remy got right out of three? Oh, uh, we'll go with two. two. Paolo Barasani, let's go! <laughs> Remy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to give you none of these right. If I'm being honest, wow. because you were just on the cusp of most of them, but not quite there. Well, let's be real. How many countries are on the continent of North America? It's not three. Mm. It's 23. Because everything south of Mexico is still part of North America. It's That's, on the continent. No, it's it, the continent. So it's Central America is still considered to be North America. Central America is a region of this continent. Ah, okay. See, that's what see, that's what confused me. Mm -hmm. I saw it in your eyes. I've always kind of uh, just associated that as its own separate entity. Number two, where in the world is the prime meridian located? Zero degrees. I have longitude. You have longitude, maybe because it, latitude goes like this. Maybe yes. I was wrong. It is the opposite of the equator. I yeah. knew what you were trying to say. See, if you would have asked me what the Tropic of Cancer was, I'd be like all over that. <laughs> You and no one else. <laughs> Number three, specifically where in the world did Lizzie McGuire meet Paolo? The Trevi Fountain mm. in Rome. Oh, Come on, just making really, a wish. Yeah. Yeah, <sighs> the good news here is that no matter how bad or good you did, Michelle from Swansea is hey, going hey, to Kane right. Brown tomorrow night. And we learned something Yay. today. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Reva's up to something. Reva! With the help of Garth Brooks. It's not that fancy. 
You know, Reba's a modern-day Renaissance woman. She's a singer, a restaurant owner, an actress, an entertainer, clothing designer, established author. And now she's just adding to her resume. I'd love to hang out with Reba. I think most people would. We would just, like, chill at a bonfire and just talk. Just kick it. About all of the times we've spent together over the years. Right. She I've, for sure remembers you. I've never met Reba. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's adding to her resume with the release of another book. Not that fancy the name of it. I'll be joined by my good buddy Garth Brooks, who also wrote the foreword to the book. Reba and Garth. Two Oklahomies writing a book. Singing <laughs> hooks, writing books. I like that. Do you think in the forward he tells us where the bodies are? Maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. If you don't know what we're talking about, go check out our video yesterday on socials at 92.3 WAL. Um, but yeah, her new book is going to be called Not That Fancy. And a little excerpt from it says, I think the secret to a nice life isn't that complicated. Most of us probably already know it in our bones. And that's what I want to get back to. Simple, fun, hard work, good food, and laughing with people you love. And that's what I'm sharing on these pages. Some simple, not very fancy truths that I live by. A bunch of good stories and photos and recipes to go along with them. I honestly think that that's why Reba seems so grounded or is so grounded and why she's so relatable. Because you don't see Reba driving around in a Lamborghini. You just don't. You're not going to. You no. Know? She, she's made a lot of money over the years, I'm sure, but doesn't really show it. You know what I mean? She stays, she sticks to herself. Yeah. And that's why everyone loves her. Yeah. So I think this was kind of like an autobiography in sense of like not necessarily, not so polished and put together, but maybe like a story here, a recipe to go along with it, or a story there, some photos involved and they'll probably just like add up to what she feels makes her life. Yeah, yeah. Love me some Reba. I think most people do. I'll post this to our Facebook page so that you can see it there. If you're a big Reba fan, maybe you're going to want to get your hands on the book whenever it comes out, or maybe you've already read one of Reba's books and you're a fan. Remy and Casey. I hate to tell you this, but your concept of time might be a little jacked up. I, I get that. <laughs> and by that, I mean like history and like the world's timeline as you think of it in your head. So a trend online lately has been comparing a celebrity's life or a historical moment to when we feel like it happened and then when it actually did. Yeah. So some of these examples, I found it from a podcast called Heart Starts Pounding. It's on TikTok. But for example, Cleopatra was born closer to the iPhone than the pyramids being built. Yeah, that's a little mind-blowing. I think of her as like being there in a throne as they're being yeah. built. Yeah, right. Or the last person to get a pension from the Civil War passed away the year that Barack Obama took office. Wow. The Civil War! Yeah, that's crazy. So here's a clip from that podcast. Like how I didn't know that woolly mammoths were around at the same time that the pyramids were being built. When the Declaration of Independence was being signed, no one knew that dinosaurs even existed. Like dinosaurs had actually not been discovered yet. Wow. That's crazy. And there's, she goes on to say like the oldest tree on planet earth. It was around a thousand years before the woolly mammoths. <laughs> Doesn't that just blow your mind? Yes. Yes. That very much blows my mind. Uh, we've we've got a couple text messages here. Okay. From the 573, I think about this all the time. Oprah and Einstein were alive at the same time. 
How? In my head, Einstein was born like 300 years ago. <laughs> I'm with that. I feel like he's up there with like Isaac Newton and all that, but I guess it was a lot more recent than yeah. that. Uh, from the 618, Van Gogh could have been painting and drinking a Coca-Cola. Really? Yeah, I think there was a three-year overlap there in like 1890-something. Can you imagine Van Gogh, <laughs> one ear, drinking a Coke? Yeah, yeah. I think that was the good stuff, too, if you know what I'm talking about. I know you're going to like this one. Pablo Picasso was alive when rapper Eminem was born. How what? Old, how old is Eminem? Eminem's old. I mean, not old. Eminem's like 50-something. He doesn't He doesn't hit me as 50-something. I, I don't know why, but I still see him as like a 25-year-old. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people, supposedly when we're learning about history in school, you're learning it through these fat textbooks and you're going through hundreds of years really fast. So it skews our perception of things. And I feel like we're not the only ones. A lot of people's timelines might be a little jacked up in their heads. Yeah. Is there something that maybe you've learned? Like if, if your timelines converged or something like that, let us know on the text line 314-699-4766. This stuff is this stuff is the 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 TikToks that kind of blow your mind as you're just like scrolling through. Exactly. I knew we had to talk about it. Th you know, things that you think are older than they actually are uh and how those things link up. We got a bunch of text messages. This one from Kim in St. Charles. She she says anyone born before 1998 is older than Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Something you don't think about. Uh, from the 314, if they were still alive, Anne Frank, Milk, and Barbara. Uh, oh, Milk. What? <laughs> they abbreviated it. Martin Luther King Jr., Barbara Walters would all be the same age. Wow, as Anne Frank? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that kind of weird stuff. That you, like in your mind, like you said, you've... You think placed of it, it one somewhere. way. You placed it somewhere, but the actual the actual timeline is way different. Right. I just saw something that said when Harvard was founded, they couldn't offer classes like calculus because there was literally no calculus. Yeah, hadn't been invented yet. Like what? Yeah, that's crazy. If you got any, let us know on the text line 314-699-4766. On the way out, which is cool because that means tomorrow is Friday. Uh today on the show we talked about those things that like stress you out or give you anxiety unnecessarily and it all started with me, you know, abruptly going over to the TV last night and shutting off the TV because the credits were rolling on whatever movie was just playing. And Full that drives volume. you nuts. And I don't know why, but it's just one of those things. Being late is another one, but that anybody that knows me knows exactly uh, that I do. I do get stressed out whenever I'm late and late could be I'm not 10 minutes early. If that makes sense. Oh yeah, for Remy, <laughs> on time is way late. Yeah, if I'm if I'm hanging out in the parking lot before, like a half an hour before, that's when I'm chilling. I'm like, okay, just holding it down, making sure everything's good, no traffic. You know, Gosh, I there are two types of people. I got to build in the buffer. We also talked about how you shoplifted when you were little, and then we talked about shoplifting now. And so, if you go back and you listen to the podcast of today's episode on um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or the WIL app, that episode's going to be called "Remy Shoplifts on the Weekends." What are you talking about, me? It's called clickbait. Okay, I was going to say you're but the, the one that's that like, no, will know. You're the one that's like, oh, the serial number isn't working on this self-checkout machine. <laughs> ah, it's just, it's in my bag now. It's so weird. It's just berries. <laughs> it's just berries. Uh, man, if you missed anything from the show today, check that out on the podcast, the Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we will see you tomorrow for a Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 92.3 W-I-L.